0: This is Rhema for Today. You see, God's ultimate purpose in this is that we will be able to spread the gospel. If we do not have good government, where there's quietness and peace, it hinders the spread of the gospel. In times of political upheaval, we are hindered in spreading the gospel. In times of war, we're hindered in spreading the gospel due to travel restrictions and other limitations. God wants us to get the gospel out.
1: Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagin continues his teaching on Praying with All Kinds of Prayer series, Volume 3. Next, on Rhema for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, Kenneth and Lynette will tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message.
0: You see, God is concerned about us, and He'll move through those who are in authority who may not even be Christians because we prayed. God will answer our prayers and do some things because of us. That we may lead a quiet and peaceable life. In other words, He wants us to pray for those that are in authority that we might have the right kind of government in order that there will be quietness and peace. Nobody can lead a quiet and peaceable life when the country's in turmoil. Now, notice the ultimate purpose. That's one purpose, but notice the ultimate purpose of praying for our nation. Now, that's another way of saying praying for our leaders, those that are in authority. He said, for this is good and acceptable in the sight of God, our Savior. Now, that could be interpreted two different ways. It's good and acceptable in the sight of God, our Savior, that we lead a quiet and peaceable life. And it's good and acceptable in the sight of God that we pray for all that are in authority. Amen. You know, people want to pray in the will of God. Well, this is praying in the will of God, isn't it? One area. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, here we come to the ultimate. Notice that fourth verse of why not only that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life, not only pray for these, but God who will have all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. You see, God's ultimate purpose in this is that we will be able to spread the gospel. If we do not have good government, Where there's quietness and peace, it hinders the spread of the gospel. In times of political upheaval, we are hindered in spreading the gospel. In times of war, we are hindered in spreading the gospel. Due to travel restrictions and other limitations. God wants us to get the gospel out. He wants to get the truth out. Jesus said when he was here on earth in Matthew twenty-four, fourteen. you don't have to turn there, but you're familiar with it. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations and then shall the end come. Now the devil would do his best to see that this is not accomplished. Who's behind all of the wars and all of the turmoil and everything, upheaval? The devil is, not God. Amen? Amen. You see, uh, when Jesus was here on earth, remember sometimes when he'd go into the synagogue, those that may be possessed with devil, the devil would use their voice to cry out, We know thee who thou art, thou holy one of God. Now notice what they said. Has thou come to torment us? before the time. I heard one fella preaching and he said uh, he just quoted part of that. Well, see, you get in trouble just quoting part of the verse. He said, Has thou come to torment? said, Jesus came to torment the devil. No, he didn't come to torment the devil. See, that's not what that verse says. Has thou come to torment us before the time? See, they know the time's coming when they're going to be cast into torment. But that time hadn't come yet. Now, over in the book of Revelation, you know, I'm paraphrasing my own words, but there's something like this that, that uh, in other words, the devil, I'll put it this way, speeds up his activity because he knows his time is short. See, the devil is not all-knowing like God, but he does know some things. Amen? Amen. And so, uh, you see, he don't want the gospel priest in all the world as a witness to every nation. Not every person, but every nation. Then shall the end come. Well, naturally we'd see why the devil would oppose us. Our nation. Because, you see, if he can get us in turmoil and war and everything else, he can stop the flow of the gospel but he's not going to be able to do it because, thank God, we know how to pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so now then we can see why God wants us to pray for those in authority because he would have all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. Now we see why he told us to pray for our nation or we might say those in authority. Let's look into the matter of how to pray. Now again, let me remind you that he tells us why pray, and he tells us who to pray. Notice, pray for kings and for all that are in authority. Then he tells us how. Supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks. Well, we certainly believe, and we're going to talk about intercessory prayer. We certainly believe in that, but notice that he didn't just specify intercessions. He said prayers, supplications, and giving of thanks. That's how to do it, with all of them, with all of them, not just with one of them. But you see, we get in the ditch by pushing things out of proportion. Then we get unbalanced. Well, we're going to discuss, because it is it's, it's important here, intercession, the prayer of intercession. Now, we left off with an example of the prayer of intercession that's found in the 18th chapter of the book of Genesis. Genesis, the 18th chapter. Now, notice that uh, in the 20th and 21st verses, That God said, or the Lord said to Abraham, and the Lord said, this is the 20th verse of the 18th chapter, and the Lord said, because the cry of Sodom and Gomorrah is great, and because their sin is very grievous. Now you know what their sin was, don't you? That's where we get the word sodomy. He said their sin is very grievous. Well, if it was grievous then, it's grievous now. And the cry is very great. Now, the 21st I will go down now and see whether they have done all together according to the cry of it. We may not thoroughly understand it, but do you ever notice again and again the Bible talks about here, Sodom and Gomorrah. The cry of it comes unto me. You remember Cain and Abel, and his blood cried unto the Lord. I'll go down now, he said, and see whether they have done altogether according to the cry of it which has come unto me. The cry of it comes unto him. If not, I will know. Now notice this, the 23rd verse. And Abraham drew near and said... Latter part of 22nd verse, but Abraham stood yet before the Lord. And Abraham drew near and said, Wilt thou also destroy the righteous with the wicked? Peradventure, there be fifty righteous within the city. Wilt thou also destroy and not spare the place for the fifty righteous that are therein? That be far from thee to do after this manner. To slay the righteous with the wicked, and that the righteous should be as the wicked, that be far from thee. Shall not the judge of all the earth do right? Now notice the next verse. And the Lord said, If I find in Sodom fifty righteous within the city, then I will spare all of the place for their sakes. All of it. Think about that. Think about that. Amen. Now, go on reading the next verse. And Abraham answered and said, Behold now, I have taken upon me to speak unto the Lord, which am but dust and ashes. I want you to notice it's an interesting side thought here. That Abraham humbled himself before the Lord, referring to himself as dust and ashes. It's good for us to go into the presence of God and just simply get on our face before the Lord.
1: Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Right now... Let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. We have a great offer for them this week.
2: That's right.
1: Your book, Jesus'
2: Name Above, above All, all names. names. This is a great book. I did yes. this teaching on the name of Jesus oh, several years back now. Many people don't understand the power in the name of Jesus. I talk about there's power in the name. The name belongs to us that are members of the body of christ are the church the ecclesia how the name came the name is the key that's right the majesty of the name the name in prayer he tells us now use his name in prayer Mm -hmm. it's all in the name scriptures and meditations are the last part here it's all in the name of jesus i can't talk enough about this book It's so important that you get a hold of this, what's in this book. Yes, and your little mini book called Commanding Power. I love that sermon. Yes, I've only preached this sermon three times in in all of the years. I preached it the first time in 1977 Mm -hmm. in Fort Worth, Texas. And then I didn't preach it again until Mm -hmm. about four or five years ago. Mm -hmm. This is a powerful little message in this little book. You're going to want to get it. And a CD by you called The Missing Ingredient in Marriage. Yes, I talk about marriage. We've been married for 50... It'll be 55 years in December. In December, 55 years. (laughs) We're still together and we still have fun together. We do. I talk about some things there. You're going to want to get a hold of this. All of it for a gift of $16 or more. Yes. For the CD and the book. That's right. And the little mini book. That's right. So you just go to the computer right now to RAMA.org and order it right That's now. That's right.
1: Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema. Dot org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagan Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his message on Praying with All Kinds of Prayer series, Volume 3. That's tomorrow on REMA for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.